the Feed Me Radio podcast intro for today. I'm your host, Lucy, broadcasting all the way live from my car. Welcome, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. If you ever clicked on my podcast for whatever reason, if you're a supporter or a hater or somebody's a friend or whatever, it doesn't matter. Thank you for clicking on the podcast. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, anything helps. So yeah, first things first. All right. If you follow me on Twitter at LucyDarling27, that's where I take all the questions. And of course, at my uh, my email, feedmeradio at gmail.com. I also take questions there. So if you want to ask questions for the next episode, you want some answers because you see me going off on Twitter or on Instagram, then you're more than welcome to. I do respond to most of the questions. Um, So yeah, except the ones that are asking me if I'm single because, duh, I'm single. Hello. (laughs) Anyway, so today... If you have seen me going off on Twitter, shout out to Aunt Lopez uh, because he's always like watching me and I think he really enjoys my tweets. Yes, I have been really petty lately on Twitter and Instagram because motherfuckers think that they could just come and say whatever and do whatever and then go and get all scared and run and tell their friends and blah, blah, blah and their man. Look, I'm trying to help you out. Okay, I don't want nothing from you. I don't want anything back. I'm just letting you know. Okay, and people want to act like, oh, oh, I'm too classy. I don't, I'm not going to stoop to your level. You're a bitch. You're a hoe. You're this. You're that. I could be all of that. Baby. But guess what? I'm not a liar. I speak facts only. Hashtag I speak facts only. That's been my hashtag lately because motherfuckers think I'll be lying. I'm not lying. If you want to call me and ask me, you can call me and ask me. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't have to lie. Like I said, I could be a lot of things, but I'm not a liar. Uh Uh-uh. I pride myself in being as honest as I can possibly be with everything that I do and with friends or whoever. Like, I just don't lie. I I don't like the feeling of lying. And I try not to lie. But, okay, let's get one thing straight. I do keep a lot of things to myself because I think those are private. I feel like I don't have to tell somebody everything about me or my past. So I don't. That's not a lie. That's me keeping things from you that I feel like are unnecessary for you to know. And if you want to know, for whatever reason, I don't know how you would know because I don't tell anybody my business. Like literally, I keep all my business to myself for the most part. But every now and then, of course, it gets out. And if you do have some questions, you can... Always ask me, you can email me at feedmeradio at gmail.com or you can tweet me at lucydarling27. All my social media is under that username and I think you know that because you've been checking my page. So yeah, so you got a lot of ways to get a hold of me and if you decide not to, then that's your problem. But don't call me a liar because I'm not a liar. All right, next, I wanted to talk about rekindling friendships or relationships which I never do I actually never go back to any of my old relationships or even friendships I just don't like you know kind of keeping people like that around me so no don't worry I'm not gonna take your man back um (laughs) it's just people think that you're after some or you're saying something because you want something back once I leave something to me it's trash boo I don't want anything back. I don't even want friendships back. But as I do get older, I am kind of learning to not forgive because I've always been, I I forgive people, but I have a hard time kind of staying within their presence. 
I just kind of distanced myself. Like, I forgive you, but I don't fuck with you kind of thing. But lately, well, not lately, but, well, yeah, lately I've been thinking, like, okay, well, what really happened between me and so-and-so? Is it a big deal? Are you going to lose your friend over that? Eh. And so I kind of think about it like that. And if I feel like it's worth it, you know, like when sometimes some, when people really betray you, then, of course, you feel like, um, no, I don't, I'm not going to go back to that person who betrayed me. But when I think about the friendships that I left behind in a way, they haven't been like a big deal. I just really don't, don't put up with it because I feel like I'm such a loyal person that I expect the same from other people. But I have to tell myself, like, not everybody is like you. Not everybody has the same type of qualities or characteristics or whatever that you do. So you have to learn to kind of just say, well, all right, let's talk about it and, you know, hopefully it goes well and then you guys can continue to be friends. So that's kind of what I tell myself. So I brought that up because I did rekindle a friendship with someone who I was friends with uh, maybe a year or two ago. So when I first started working at SBS, which is Mega slash La Raza, um, I started working the same day as one of my colleagues, um, Sandra. And fast forward a year later, um, was it a year later? I think a little before a year. Um, we just kind of bumped heads. We said we both hit each other below the belt. She said some things and I said some things. And we both kind of blamed, say, oh, well, you, I said it because you said it. Like we both couldn't get out of that. You know, out of, no, you said it first. No, you said it first. We were like little kids, literally, like just going back and forth. So, um, like I said, I, I get really, I guess, hurt. I guess hurt could be the right word. And I just don't really like to keep people like that who have said really nasty things or hurtful things, you know. And I just don't keep them around. So, I kind of just left that in the past. We both lost contact of each other. And... I just decided to like, hey, let's talk about it. Let's see what, what happened. You know, what really happened? And, and let's get it. Let's, let's straighten it out, you know. So around Christmas, we got back in touch. We talked a lot. We've been talking a whole lot because that's the type of uh, friendship that we had where we just talked about everything for hours and texting and calling. It was almost like we're each other's girlfriend or something because we just call each other so much like on the daily that I like I don't talk to anybody like that at all. Like I'm never on my phone. And I actually just was thinking about um, kind of downgrading my phone to like not unlimited calling because I'm like I never use my fucking phone now that I'm talking to her and we actually do speak every day or whatever then I'm like okay you know what maybe it's a good thing that I didn't touch that because I don't know how much I would go over or not so let's keep it at that and I did and so yeah we we, we talked about it we you know we decided like we're gonna agree to disagree because we both still kind of think you said it first and you know I feel like I'm right and she feels like she's right so um, I think we both did miss each other because, you know, you have friends who are, who you just have fun with no matter what. Like you could be at home or hanging out at, at the house and just kind of having like a girl's night out at home and you're having fun. That's kind of the relationship that we had where we just had fun around each other no matter what we were doing. So of course you do miss that, especially when you've, you haven't been doing as much going out as you used to. Um, for whatever reason so yeah this is like the first time ever that I've rekindled a friendship um, I've never done it with a relationship I don't I don't think that I would ever do a relationship actually I, um, I don't think anybody that I've left in the past deserves me to be honest and I'm not just kind of tooting my own horn like 
I really don't. Like, people can say, oh, you're this, you're that, or you can't keep a man because I'm single. Actually, no, I don't want I don't want a man, first of all. Second of all, I've never really had boyfriends because I just don't like to be in relationships. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm out hoeing or sleeping with other men or blah, blah, blah. It doesn't mean that. I've just never really been the relationship type of girl. Like, either I'm just... Well, the reason is because I've always been so career driven that that's always been my priority. Like, I don't care about anything else. Like, I want I want to have a career. That's one of the reasons why I think I've been single for so long. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't, that comes, I feel like that comes later. For me, I want to make sure that I have my career, whatever it is, whether it's in radio or real estate, which I'm studying for both. So it doesn't, you know, which whichever one pops off, I'm good. Like, I'm no complaints here. Um, yeah, for those who think I can't keep a man, um, you got it twisted, girl, because you should see how many men I got on deck that want to be in a relationship with me. <laughs> well, for whatever reason, it could be whatever. I know what I know how men are, whatever. But, you know, like, I just hate when, when people say, say that, like, oh, you can't keep a man, you're single, your baby daddy's not around. Actually, I don't want him around. Why would I want somebody like that around? Why would I want a piece of shit around? Would you? And you know what What else pisses me off about about people who, I don't know if they have husbands or not, but I hate when people say like, oh, well, you're a mom. You shouldn't be doing this. Why not? So because I have a kid, I can't like dick or I, I, I can't have sex or I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, wh- why can't I do that? How do you think I got pregnant in the first place? I could be, a, I could be whatever I want and still be a mom, actually. Especially like people, like, why are you talking? You got like half a dozen talking about me. You're a mom. You're a mom too. So what? what? Clearly you like dick. You know what I'm saying? Like me being whatever you think I am doesn't mean that I'm not a good mom. I could be a hoe if I want and still be a good mom to my kid. My, my kid doesn't got, have to know that I'm a hoe or whatever you think I am. They don't. I'm very private about my life, about everything that I do. I'm very private. I may, I'm even private about my kid. If you follow me on social media, you'll see that I never post pictures of my kid. And I have my reasons why. And I don't have to explain to people why. But that's the privacy of my life that I don't, first of all, I don't have to post her. And second of all, I don't have to tell you why I don't I don't post her. People do ask me. I go, oh, I didn't know you had a kid. You, I never see you post her. I have my reasons why and I don't have to explain to everybody why I do that. Or why I choose to do that. Or choose not to post her. I don't got to explain shit to nobody. I don't owe anybody an explanation. So there, there's that. And yeah, like I said, be, I could be a hoe. I could be a liar. I could be whatever, whatever, whatever you think about me. I could be, but that doesn't make that doesn't mean that I'm not a good mom. What I choose to do in my personal life as a woman has nothing to do with the way I parent my kid. So shut the fuck up because that's not how it is. If anything, this is the crazy part. People always like people know that I have a kid, like my friends, but or or new friends that haven't met her or whatever. And then I bring I bring her around them and they always give me props. It's always like, you know, like I had respect for you, Lucy, but now to see you as a mom and how well behaved your kid is and how, you know, polite or whatever and, and humble, like, like it just makes me respect you that much more. So if you don't fucking know me as a person and or as a mom, you shouldn't be saying, oh, the worst part is you're a mom. No, that's not the worst part, bitch. That doesn't, that has nothing to do with it. And if you think so, I really don't give a fuck. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want with my body because it's my body. I don't have to explain to nobody why I'm doing it or 
I really don't even care. I don't even care what they think about me. Like, that's the thing. If you want to, if you ever call me a hoe to my face, I'll just be like, Anne, so what? Why does that bother you? So what? Let me be a hoe. Let me be whatever the fuck I want. It's my body. I could do whatever I want with it, to it, with anybody. All right? So I'm sorry this has to be a petty podcast, but people are listening. Apparently, people are clicking on it because they want to know what I'm doing. So this is what I'm doing. Broadcasting live from my car. And that's one of the other things too. Like people on social media are so fucking fake positive. That shit pisses me off. Fake, fake ass. It's a bunch of fake ass people that act like they're super positive. Oh, well, at least they're doing this and they're working hard and they're hustling and blah, blah, blah. Like if you knew everything I did besides broadcasting from my car, because apparently you think that's so funny. Um... I'm actually a mom on the go. I'm always busy. I'm not sitting on my ass just, oh, well, let me broadcast from my car because, you know, that's the only thing I can do. I'm always on the go. I always got shit to do. All right. I go to work. I go to school. I got my kid. I'm a single mom and I never throw that in anybody's face or or use it as a reason to get by anything or get some, you know, free shit or for people to respect me. No, because that's just who cares? But I never used to, I'm a single mom to to get away with anything or for people to show me respect. No, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it because everything else is going to speak for itself. So anyway, my point is that people will be like, oh, you know, this person's doing that and props and hustling and blah, blah, blah. But then again, if it's somebody like me who you don't like for obvious reasons, then you want to knock it. Oh, you're broadcasting from your car. So? It's not a secret. I say it in my podcast. I'm broadcasting from my car or I'm recording from my car. I, it's never been a secret. So what, what, what is it to make fun of? And another thing. Everybody is all supporting the dreamers. And everybody's wearing the shirts. And oh my god. But then you meet a real dreamer. And you don't like her. And the first thing you're going to say is fix your papers. Oh, you're blah, blah, blah. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) You think that's insulting? It's not. Sorry. But the things that you are making fun of me for are the things that inspired other people. And you know who the fuck I'm talking about. So, check yourself. Maybe you're not inspiring anybody. Maybe homegirl wasn't inspiring anybody anymore. Sorry. Maybe he had to get someone who didn't have papers, who um, apparently looks like this. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, makes no sense at all. But I love SpongeBob, so I'm going to go ahead and use it. Thank you for the content. Hey. So my point is stop pretending on social media stop pretending on social media like you are this empowering person who supports dreamers and this and that and blah 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 yet the first thing you do is bash people about it fuck you and with your little karma shit i hate people who always talk about karma oh karma's real karma this karma that first of all i don't believe in karma i don't give a fuck about karma i don't care i don't care about karma Look, and this is the reason why. Because people say when you do shit, you you know, bad shit happens to you. Bad shit happens to good people all the time. How do I know that I'm not her karma? Maybe she did something and maybe that's this is her karma. Karma's real? Oh, okay. Well, maybe this is her karma. 
Well, what's going to happen to me? I, I trust me. My life hasn't been easy. So I don't know what karma you're talking about, but whatever it is, I'm sure we can get through it. So can you, sis. So can you. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and leave it at that. I've been ranting for 20 minutes. And now I wanted to talk about this video that I saw online. Um, okay, so there's this guy who walks into like a cell phone store. It's like a Cricket Wireless or Metro PCS store. It's like a really small store. And and he walks into the store, you know, with the, with the hoodie on. It looks like he's pulling something out of his pelvic area, which is a gun, of course. So he tells one of the employees to open the register. And he kind of, he's kind of mumbling. So she's like, no, I'm not going to open it. And he says it a few times more. And there is a customer in there with the baby in a, in a stroller. And so the employee and the customer both step out of the store and lock the guy, the robber, in the store. <laughs> this is so, he's such an amateur thief. I guess he does pick up some money. Or he, it looks like he was holding a bag or something. I'm assuming it's a bag of money. So he's, he has the bag on him and he's trying to get out and realizes he's locked in the door. He's locked in the store and uh, <laughs> he's locked in the store and he starts telling her or, or yelling or begging actually like, oh, let me out or please. He's even calling on God, like, please, God, I'm going to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail, please. And then all of a sudden he starts saying, I have nothing. Like, I'm not going to steal nothing. Please just let me out. He uh, is kind of putting his weight against the door to try to get it to open. It doesn't open. He tries to, like, shoot at the door and nothing happens. So he's just kind of stuck in there begging and begging. Suddenly the police walk in, <clears throat> which the funny thing is, it looks like there's no back door because he couldn't get out he apparently was locked in the store and couldn't get out i don't know where it was i think that's really crazy because out here i feel like every little store has like a some type of emergency exit or a window or something i don't know if he was just so amateur that he didn't even think to look but he basically just got caught and that was that <laughs> it was hilarious because you go from being a little thief to like really begging someone to let you out that you was just trying to rob the police walk in, they got their guns out, telling him to put his hats behind his back. It's hilarious. Like, really, you did all that? I don't even know how much money he could have took out. He probably got like $200 out of that. And that's, that's a shame. That's a shame. Oh my God, and I do have to talk about Dolores from the Cranberries who passed away Monday. Oh my God, I was so sad. My sister called, uh, my sister was on the phone with my daughter and she said something about the Cranberries. And I was like, what? And I was like, what, Linger? I thought they were asking me about the song because I love that song. And my, and my daughter says, no, the lady, the, the lead singer from the Cranberries died. And I was like, what? When? And she's like, yeah, they just announced it a couple hours ago. And I was like, oh, my God. And so I went to search it. And yes, sure enough, she passed away at the age of 46. Oh, my God, I'm so sad. I was so sad because one of my favorite songs, I mean, that voice is incredible. First of all, it's an incredible loss to the music world. Oh my God, I'm so I was I was so sad last night. Um, right after I heard the news, I immediately went to my to my phone and put my Beat Studio hey, headphones on, and oh my God, I was just listening to Linger over and over and over. It's basically it's my favorite song by them, and it's it's it has got me through my emotional stages in life. I just can't believe that. You know, she's she passed away. It, it's always sad when, you know, celebrities pass away. But for some, you feel it more be because of the attachment, you know, that, that you kind of have to them. 
because of the music. So rest in peace, Dolores. Thank you so much for everything that you gave us with the cranberries. You will truly be missed. Rest in peace, Dolores. So I did want to tell you guys a story about the dreams that I've been having. Okay, so lately I've been having dreams that are like straight up movies. Like all night I'm dreaming and it's just continuing and continuing. And you know how sometimes you have dreams where it's like a dream here, a dream there. It jumps from like one dream to another. So my dreams have just been like super long. It's like a full on movie. Like I swear, like it just feels, it, it feels just like a movie. And I'm gonna tell you why. For example, last night I had a dream that I've had before and I knew exactly what was gonna, what was gonna happen in the dream. And so I was scared. And it, at the same time, I was like, it's gonna be okay. You've had this dream before, you know what's gonna happen. You know, you're gonna wake up, it's okay. It's like I'm, I'm walking myself through the dream, but then in myself in the dream, is so scared and I'm crying and I'm trying to call people and you know when you have those dreams where like you want to get up but you can't get up or like you fall but you can't get up or like um you're trying to call somebody and like you're punching in the numbers but you never get through or something like your, your phone just stops working suddenly so I'm having dreams like that but I noticed that okay so last week no a couple weeks ago I went and got a journal actually I've always bought journals and I use them for like notes just for notes of like about like what I'm, I'm gonna blog about or or like just to prepare for the shows or whatever I'm doing a couple of weeks ago I went and got a journal just to write about you know like what I've been feeling or what I've been dreaming like a diary so I went and got the journal and I've been writing like faithfully every day and I've noticed that since I started writing well okay first I came up with the conclusion of like when I started writing I feel like my my dreams became more vivid they just became longer and like full-on movies and so much so emotional that while i'm crying in the dream i'm also crying in my body like like if somebody were to walk in my room they they would probably hear me crying because i'm like it's so emotional so i came up with that conclusion i was could it be that could it be that somehow because i've been writing it's hoping it's opening up some creative juices in my brain or in, you know anywhere on my body and so like the last two nights i didn't write in it and my dreams were not as vivid not as long and not as emotional and i was like hmm, that's interesting last night i i wrote in the journal again and i i, I wrote like a few pages and then i had a dream again that i was Oh my god, it was it was crazy. It was like at my old high school and we had one of those things where like, oh my god, this is so crazy. At my school in, in, in Long Beach at Jordan, there was like a bunch of Samoans. There was, you know, there's diversity. Samoans, blacks, Mexicans, a few whites, a few Asians. But so in my dream, the Samoans somehow came together and there was like a riot at school. So they had just like guns and rifles and they were just shooting and we had to like get out and suddenly the, the school is just like it on fire and it collapsed the whole school the whole school building collapsed and me and and someone who i know not from high school um, ran away and we jumped a few fences and a few brick walls and somehow we ended up in somebody's house and there was like a bunch of men and they were trying to help us quote unquote but they ended up trying to you know do i don't know what but just as hostage holding us hostage and i remember in the dream i was just crying and crying and one of, I, I remember that my friend was kind of having fun i mean she wasn't doing anything crazy but like she was kind of you know like 
conversing with them and just kind of like making the best of it and I was just so emotional because when everything was going on I was trying to text my daughter to let her know what was going on and I couldn't and it made me so oh my god I'm getting so emotional now but in the dream I was so I was so sad and scared because I couldn't get through to her I couldn't text her and and I couldn't call her and I just felt like oh my god like my daughter and like I wasn't even scared for my life I was just scared like for her that I just couldn't get a hold of her and so in the dream, while she was like having fun, I was like sitting in the corner looking out the window at everything that was going on. And I was just sitting there crying and, and trying to get my phone to work. And I, I couldn't hear them in the background talking about me like, oh, like what's wrong with her? And, you know, why is she so sad? And why doesn't she just blah, blah, blah? And I just I couldn't even I didn't even care. Like they were just straight up talking about me. And I'm usually very like confrontational. But I didn't even care. I was just so worried and so scared. And those are the type of dreams that when you wake up, you're like, oh my God, thank God it's not real. Because, you know, you just feel like this is it. I'm just going to die. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not scared for me, for myself. I'm scared for my daughter. But sorry, I got so emotional because I, I started feeling exactly what I was feeling in the dream. Like my dreams are so vivid. It's like I can, I can, like I'm watching a movie, I swear. Yeah, so yeah, I, I woke up and I was like, oh my god, it's not real. But I was crying so much in the dream that I felt myself crying outside, like in my body, in my, in my, in my real physical body. And I just, all my dreams lately have been like that. They've just been so crazy. Like, I've always had dreams so vivid like that. But like I said, I think lately because I've been writing a lot, they've just been more intense. And I, I've always been one, like I actually have like a, like a journal, like an online journal, but I think it's different when you have like a pen and, and a journal that you're writing on. Like it's, I don't know, it's just different. Or maybe I just haven't, I just haven't been typing as much on the computer on my online journal or whatever, but it definitely helps to get some creative juices flowing <laughs> so like usually like if i have writer's block i'll just start writing anything just write anything anything and somehow just things just start happening you know i just wanted to tell you guys about the dreams because i don't know i just wanted to tell somebody i guess and the reason why i've always kept the journal on me is because i've always had really vivid dreams and that's what always inspired me to like i need a journal i need a journal i would wake up sometimes in between like in the middle of the night and I would have these crazy ass dreams and I would wake up and like I have a journal next to my nightstand and I would wake up and, and write it down because sometimes I would forget and I hate it. For, I hate forgetting my dreams. I like to remember what I'm dreaming because I'm always dissecting the dreams. I even have like dream books and every time I have like weird dreams where like, I don't know, like I see a skunk in the in the in my dream or I see like like a dog is biting me, but it's not hurting me, but it's like really biting me like pretty hard, like things like that always like. I'm just so curious, like, what does that mean? And I always, like, look things up to see what they mean and either online or in the books that I have. And I'm, I, I, I pay a lot of attention to my dreams, like, a lot. I, 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 I dissect them. I, I try to remember. I write it down. I don't know. Like, I feel like dreams tell you things that you need to know. And trust me, I believe that because someone once told me, oh, I had a dream about you that you were doing this and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, really? That's interesting. And they didn't know about the situation, but they dreamt about it. And I was like, fuck, see, dreams are real as fuck. Because what he dreamt about, like, I was doing that. But, of course, I didn't admit to it. <laughs> I'm never going to tell it myself. No, but I'm just saying, like, pay attention to your dreams. They're real. They tell you things. Trust me. They give you hints, clues. I don't know. I just, 
I've always been very, very observant of my dreams. I, I trust my dreams. I trust what they tell me. So if you're like me, get you some books, get you a journal, start writing your, your dreams, get your creative juices flowing. Sorry, I apologize. I got so emotional, but you know how that, that goes. If you're a parent, you understand. I, I've never really been like a sensitive person like that, but I don't know. I feel like since I've had my, well, of course, since I've had my daughter, like I just, I can't even like fathom thoughts like that because I just, I lose it. Okay, so moving on, uh, I just want to say thank you to you guys who have been supporting me all this time um, since I first started the show back in, I don't remember what year that was actually. It's a couple years. No, I, I would say more than a couple years. And just really quick, I want to give a few shout outs to some people that have been really supportive as of lately. Scoop DeVille, Surya, thank you so much for your text messages. They always make me feel better. Uh, bang Loose, what's up? Bang Bang, hey. Um, and who's always, he cracks up at all my tweets. I love you, and Thank you. Steve Medell, Love, happy birthday, hey. Yeah, let's do some quick birthday shout outs. My brother just had a birthday on the 13th. My sister has a birthday on the 24th. But happy birthday. Happy birthday to Lofi. Hey. Happy birthday, you guys. I hope you guys enjoy all my Capricorns. Enjoy your birthday. Valentine's Day is coming up. So get your shit together. This is the time when we find out who's actually single or not. Then I'm going to talk about this really quick because I had so many guys. Okay, not so many guys. I had a, a few guys who kept like flirting with me and sending me messages here and there. I'm not going to say names because I don't get down like that. Well, I mean, sometimes, but anyway, so, um, yeah, there was a few guys sending me messages and flirting, flirting with me, telling me to call them. Let's hang out. Let's do this. Let's do that. And this whole time I'm thinking like, okay, maybe they're single. It doesn't seem like they have a girlfriend because they don't post anything on social media. That's how slick men are. Got to check your man. If he doesn't post you on social media, you know, what's up girl. Anyway. So yeah, they don't post like their girlfriends or girlfriends or anything. They don't really post anything about their private lives like that or not, not I wouldn't say private life I'm gonna just say their girlfriends because they don't and then Valentine's Day comes around or Mother's Day come around and guess what oh shout out or happy Valentine's happy Valentine's Day to the woman who has been with me since the beginning oh since 19 whatever or 2000 whatever and you're like what the fuck this fool was just hitting on me he was all up in my DMs talking about let's go out I want to take you out and blah 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 and then I'm like, I'm so glad I'm a smart ass bitch because, man, some of you wanting to put these motherfuckers on blast. Like, oh, you had a girlfriend since 19 whatever? Oh, so what the fuck was that all about? All you, you all up in my DMs talking about, I want to take you out, let's hang out. What do you like to eat? Hmm. See, men are, men are, I mean, girls are sneaky too, though. I'm not going to lie. I know I'm a sneaky girl, but it just depends, though. No, I'm sneaky. I'm going to just say I'm sneaky. But men, men are stupid sneaky. And they don't even know how to get away with it. They always get caught. Women, we could do stuff and never get caught. I've done a lot of things that I've never got caught on. And I'm never going to say it or admit to it. That's how sneaky I am. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys are having a great 2018. Happy New Year to everyone. Valentine's Day is coming up. So, yeah, let's make the best of it. So, happy 2018. Happy birthday to all my Capricorns. And... Don't forget to follow me on social media at LucyDarling27. Send me a tweet, an email, feedmyradio at gmail.com. You know where to look for me. You got my email. You got my social media. If you want to say anything to me, you know where to reach out. Um, you want to say hello. Let's connect on social media, all right? So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.